Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It goes without saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I got Jesus distracted. Christ. Sorry. Christ. And, and I'm Wing. Wing. Sorry. That's Wing not listening. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This classic intro. No one listens to this, but anyway, do they? Hijinks ensues. Today we're talking about social anxiety. I really think this is a great episode of you have something that you're feeling nervous for that's coming up soon. Mm. I hope we make you feel good um, and that we're all in this together. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a mental, healthy, um, soft, nice, but also quite funny episode. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Do we... Um... Is this final call for Cambridge? Okay, final calls. The flight is boarding to Cambridge University. We're going to be there. If you want to come, sign up. On the 23rd of January at 5pm on the dot. Location is yet to be announced. But somewhere at Cambridge University. Somewhere in Cambridge University we will be. And there's a sign up link on our Instagram. And if you sign up, you're getting in. And that will be fun. That's what I hear anyway. That's what so. I've heard. That's all I've been told. We also <laughs> heard how many people have signed up and I'm excited now. Me Is too. Is that how people are actually coming? I think people will come. I'm excited to see yeah, them. Yeah, I'm excited to see everyone. Um, well, how are you anyway? I'm good. Nothing really that new. Um, no. Just in the middle of kind of doing all like laundry and stuff. Just kind oh of having quite God. a homely... Just Mary condo You know, yeah, I'm just lovely. doing my thing. Just doing just my thing. Just spring cleaning. Um, Beautiful. But yeah, nothing really that new. How about you? You're so Kim and Aggie. What the fuck's that? Kim and Aggie. Kim and Aggie. Is that Sefi and yeah. Wing? <laughs> Isn't it? We are Kim and Aggie. What's Kim and Aggie? and Wing? You don't know Kim and Aggie? Let me Google these people. You'll know them when you see them. Kim, her name is Kim something, Kim Woodburn maybe? Oh, I remember her from um, yeah. Big Brother or whatever she was in. Yeah, she was on I'm a Celeb, I, I think. Yeah. Oh, and she's Aggie, got a horrid vibe, mate. this woman. Like, I don't know anything about her, but I remember watching an interview where she was, like, shouting at someone and she scared she me. She was shouting at Philip Schofield, I think. <laughs> yeah, and clearly I was on his side. <laughs> she had a premonition. But what was the thing they were screaming about? <laughs> something about, maybe it was Colleen Nolan, actually. It was Colleen Nolan. Was going it was like, Jesus. Mental. This is real, like, UK audience. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Colleen Nolan. Yeah, she was on Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know... Aggie. Who the fuck's so Aggie? So Aggie was, Aggie was her Scottish friend Aggie and McKenzie. they would go around cleaning. She's a teeny personality and cleaner. Yeah, she's a famous cleaner. This is what we do in the UK. We make women clean and then we make them famous. And then we put them on TV. And then, TV. then she goes on an interview with Philip Schofield and 
shouts and everyone hates Kim, her. Kim does, yeah. But mm. I don't know if Kim and Aggie are necessarily good friends anymore. Mm, there seems to be a lot of questions asked on Google. Are, are they still, still friends? friends? Yeah, I think there might oh, be a bit of a rift. Not all hosting duos are best friends off screen. And that's certainly not the case for Kim Wordburn and right. Aggie McKenzie. Uh-oh. But it's not the case for us. It's definitely not the case for us. No, no, it is. Oh, it is the case it, for Yeah, us. whatever the opposite. We're not Kim and Aggie. <laughs> whoever the hell they are. <laughs> and if it wasn't obvious. Um, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so sleepy, sleepy, sleeping out. Yeah. But I'm happy to be here. I'm excited for Cambridge. I'm excited for... I'm going to see you in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for that. for that. Yeah, we're doing a um, recording day in a studio, guys. Our first ever studio. Yeah, we're going to a studio. It's not like... No, it's not <laughs> our studio. It's actually. very much someone else's studio <laughs> that we but we are being use. let in we're being we're knowingly entering our first ever time in a studio yeah we'll be filming it maybe we should go live or something while yeah. we're there i'm interested to know oh how this will be on the day things we might be there as you listen to this this is coming out oh, yeah, on, the on day. thursday right now and thursday is the day that we're going to be there yeah i'm, I'm so, interested to know like because the vibe of us is so intimate kind of we're talking through a screen <laughs> to each other like we're in these little microphones we're in the void yeah yeah i'm interested we're to not know... kim and aggie we're not tv personality it's like we're not. you don't know what we look like i reckon yeah exactly i think it will be interesting to know how sitting on a sofa across from you in like a studio environment i mean it sounds I'm really delightful excited. i'm interested to yeah. know how that will improve things you know or change things in any way i'm really intrigued for the experience just setting the tone here and now i don't know if you've thought about this but i am very much coming in a joggers pajama vibe 100 oh my god i was never gonna dress up the tone i was setting i'm thinking it needs to be cozy i think we have hot chocolates um that sort of thing let's make it our own let's make let's make it our own yeah yeah make this house a home somebody else's the people will be like can you get out now (laughs) like you've got your slot from these hours can you fuck off (laughs) but i am really excited. also i'm quite concerned because i know that the office it's so it's a studio attached to an office and it's like they when we had a little tour of it and they were like oh it's soundproofed which obviously yeah. it is soundproofed but i'm gonna be so scared that like they can hear us in the yeah, office how whilst soundproof they're working is soundproofed is the question yeah exactly because we will be screaming the house down before i'm gonna feel awkward walking through a silent office opening this door and it's like well no one can hear you now it's like well I think they can. Oh, we'll have to get people to check. Yeah. We'll have to get people in the office to like double check. Can you hear us? Please tell. Blah, blah, blah. I, I'll have to check myself. I won't believe anyone. It's almost like you're oh, going yeah, to no, go in that room and us. scream. Yeah, yeah, sure. We can do that. Yeah, no, we don't need, who do, we don't need anyone else. It's two women show. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we can check. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, but I'm intrigued to that, but that's um, on the day you're listening Me to too. this. Me too. I'm I, really I looking forward. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking Let's about social anxiety. Yeah. Which is very topical because the NHS thing that we did went live yesterday. Yeah. And we had to do like a letter to our past selves. Um, And in mine, I was talking about how I had social anxiety so fucking badly. Um, Yeah. So bad that I would be like throwing up in the morning, like so scared at uni. So fucked up. So horrific. Like couldn't go to lectures, couldn't go to seminars. Seminars specifically were like absolutely horrifying to me um and really did overcome it throughout the course of uni still scared for mm-hmm. those kind of environments but also 
thriving yeah also i could go to them and all of the stuff which was so different and incredible and actually got to access the education that i was like literally desperate to have anyway um so yeah talking about social anxiety Mm -hmm. okay perfect should we get in yeah let's get into it someone has replied that we loved Mm -hmm. well actually a lot of people have replied that we love but we saw one that we really liked go to so basically so we asked on the story as we always do so pretty much before every single episode we will ask on our instagram story what you think and then we will use your genius (laughs) to create our content (laughs) (laughs) we will use all of your amazing insights intelligence insightful responses Mm. and take them on as our own take them on as our own personality and feed them back through you you. in a sense (laughs) yeah Uh, we kind of repackage them in a worse (laughs) and more chaotic and annoying way yeah um if you want to be a part of that lovely experience i actually do love it because I feel like the Instagram is a nice back and forth place. Like on the pod, it's like, okay, we're speaking out into the void. Hope you can hear us. Yeah. Like, is, this, is this thing on? Is this thing on? But on Instagram, it's like, oh, yeah, I can see you guys. Gorgeous lives you're living. Everybody's looking beautiful. It's nice to have a chat over there. Follow yeah. us on, on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. It's linked. You know the drill. But yeah. it's the best I also way to think like, it's a place lead the conversation. This is always our main space. This podcast mm. is our main space, but I think it's nice. I feel like there's a sort of a, the visual component component of Instagram is nice if you want to see us kind of little videos of us going around doing things. Yeah, go to Steffi and Wing. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a nice cozy little Instagram actually. I like it. I love it. I like it a lot. And if you want to join, it would join. I don't know. Follow us. It whatever would the mean a lot is. to would us be really nice. if you would do that. Yeah, and also it. Um, it puts us into perspective i think i think it's nice that it's like we really exist we're not we're not um like secret ghosts who follow you around no yeah we're not we're really not secret ghosts (laughs) we're not secret ghosts um yeah so someone said on the instagram which you can Mm. follow too if you have an instagram account someone Mm -hmm. said that they feel social anxiety anytime their face changes color eek blushing let's talk blushing shall we yeah yeah as a blusher yeah i wholeheartedly agree with this she is a blusher i english rose <laughs> oh i'm such an english rose um, <laughs> you really are an english no i rose. no i really have that um skin color like the kind of um english rose. quite a pinky um color like i definitely have their like you know how almost like your skin color has like a like a yellowy undertone to it mm-hmm. mine has a pink undertone English, mm-hmm. English, through and through. She's an English rose, yeah. 100%. And that lends itself to a little bit of blushing, I would yeah, say. Yeah, which is so, it's so cute. If I, I know get you embarrassed, like mm-hmm. it shows. Everyone knows it and it's embarrassing. And I actually have a friend that used to be so scared of blushing. Like blushing was like the big fear. Um, mm. And she used to like put quite a lot of like foundation, like powder on to try and hide it my i've never been that concerned about blushing because it's not my like biggest tell my biggest tell mm. is when my voice like goes oh, that's, that's my worst one. but i've had I it so that. bad actually that this was in a seminar it was the go my most dreaded inv- my dreaded environment where it's like go around the room and everyone say a fun fact or like we're going to read a passage and then we're mm. all going to go back around one by one and and, and like say our thoughts hell mm-hmm. i've had it where i was so scared of like the voice stuttering going red 
all of that that I like blacked out like I literally was talking and my vision went like it was so scary and I was so embarrassed like I was like oh, oh my god, god I actually can't see like the room is like swirling black did you have to stop talking no I like powered through I like said some absolute nonsense and like they like, moved on oh my god but like that was the worst sort of symptom I've ever 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 had and I think the fear of blushing fear of a name only increases fear of the thing itself mm-hmm. Hermione mm-hmm. says mm-hmm the fear of going red or stuttering or whatever it is amplifies the thing so much Uh i in terms of like stuttering stumbling on your words when you're like Mm. reading a passage from a book or whatever in a seminar throat jump yeah that's a shaky voice it's like you're gonna cry (laughs) that's that's a bad one but i remember i had a um tutor once who was saying, not to me, I want to be clear, she was just saying to all of us, which because there were a lot of people in the class who were nervous about doing a presentation and stuff like that. And she was saying like, if you're like, what are you scared of? Like your kind of voice shaking or like yeah. misspeaking or like saying a word, right? Stumbling on your word sort of thing. Mm. And she was like, how embarrassed really would you be if you stumbled up a curb, like off a pavement sort yeah. of thing? It's like, yeah, I guess it's a bit embarrassing. A bit. But- it's not like, oh my God, life ruining everybody. Look at what I just did. That's the talk of the town for the next six months. And it feels so months. personal. And it's not a reflection or it doesn't mean like, oh God, I can't walk anymore. God, she's bad mm. at walking sort of thing. It's yeah. not like, oh God, you're bad at speaking. You're bad at presenting yourself. You're bad at blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's none of that really. It's just human. It's just you stumbled on your words. But then I feel like one has a self-conscious element and one has like an unselfconscious. Like if you stumble up a curve, it's like curve. It's like, oh, she's clumsy. She's like not aware of stuff. It's just like, oh, classic me. Mm-hmm. But almost to stumble on your words in like that kind of, I don't mind a, a mispronunciation or like a stumble or something. What I was so scared of was with the like, the nerves the bubbling shake. up from the inside mm-hmm. and showing everyone like how terrified you are. And you see that it's so bad i think it's i think it's as well like i think it's hard for people to be vulnerable in that way like it it feels like very exposing yeah to be up in front of people maybe or like talking and it's like yeah eyes are on you the ears are on you spotlight this is your moment yeah yeah but also that the, the way i kind of would always think about it is I do think exposure therapy was the key of like actually mm-hmm. going to the places and the more you do something, the less terrifying it gets. Like that mm-hmm. is just true. The more you show up and I was like, oh, nothing actually happened. Or like, oh, I said my name and I went red and that was really embarrassing, but I walked out of it, I'm still Here alive. Still like I'm still yeah. drinking my hot chocolate at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, um, it didn't kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you do that, the more you realise, oh, going red actually isn't a threat to my life in the way that Mm -mm. I'm, for some reason, perceiving it to be. I think as well at uni, like, I think because, I don't know what it was. I think maybe taking a year out and then going to uni. So I was kind of, well, we were in the same year, but there were a lot of people Mm. who were then in the year below us. And I don't know if that informed my view, but I feel like I would go to seminars and I feel like this is a good reminder if you're at uni or somewhere like, or like you've just started a new job or something where you're feeling a little bit like out of your depth and a little bit like, oh my God, am I the only one here? Like, does everyone know each other already? Or like, what is this vibe? But I would look around the seminar and be like, it's a bunch of children. You're all really scared. Like- 
oh I would God, look I around that. and see like loads of scared kids. Oh my and God, I remember so people taking the piss. Crazy. I would really have like they would call it a um like a bisexual seat the way that I would sit with my leg up in the chair yeah yeah really um not obnoxious but like you don't find the play yeah but just almost like I'm trying to be comfy yeah yeah and I feel like using your body to dominate the space tricks your I don't know it just it almost just can't it's like if you go in stiff as a board and act and tell yourself that you're scared you'll act scared you'll be treated like you're scared do you know what i mean you kind of maintain that yeah this is why do you remember me energy. talking about how i would have to go into the toilet and toilets and do warrior yes. pose yeah like, your body actually informs your mind so much mm-hmm. like the connection is just like it's so much more than we like recognize in the society on like a daily basis i think it's just huge yeah but i would have to go into like the library toilets and stand in like warrior pose mm-hmm. and there's another one you can do that my friend's mum told me about which is, like hands on your hips and you kind of like puff your chest out like mm, wide yeah. leg stance sort of thing it's like a power pose power pose. and she was like um it's famous that like a lot of like women ceos do this like yeah. they're known for like if you're going into a room of like men take up space and it's like fucking like i will before i go in pump my body up to be like i am fucking big and strong and then you walk in you forget you're just like the girl in the room of men it's like no i belong here but I really did think that helped me so much doing Warrior Pose was the one that helped me because it's like, I'm fucking going to fight. This is a fighting pose. I think there's so much in like the subconscious as well, like the things that you tell yourself. Like I think there's no shame in being like, I'm scared, I'm anxious, oh, exactly. I'm really nervous to do this. And I think it's fine to acknowledge, okay, no, I'm feeling a normal level of anxiety going yeah. into whatever I'm about to presentation do. or something yeah and I'm not gonna torture myself over that like it's fine for me to feel that way there's also something to be said for saying at the beginning it was a tactic that I mm. would often try like or like it was I remember my therapist at the time saying like why don't you just like your, your biggest fear is being called out for like god everyone know, being exposed everyone knew she was embarrassed why don't you before your presentation be like god I am so nervous for this and do your presentation mm-hmm. it's like you've just mm-hmm. said it at the beginning you set the tone. i'm so nervous for this and there's a confidence yeah, in acknowledging what? i'm nervous right now and mm-hmm. then doing the presentation and actually i would just do whatever it takes to get through the thing own it own be, the i'm like so it's nervous funny. right now yeah to come and be like oh my god you're looking at me i'm nervous like yeah. it's it's a fun you're, yeah. you're putting on a show own it it's your thing mm-hmm Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Stunning. That's, yeah. I also feel like, this is a thing I learned about like, <laughs> at uni. Uh-huh. I also feel, feel like. But like, <laughs> I'm also like, it's like a whole fucking, it's not a thing, but like it was just like. Go on. It's an interesting phrase that I always think about. Okay. And it's because I was learning it at uni where my social anxiety was its worst. Mm. um we were talking about it was like um 19th century feminist literature divine module obviously i wanted to be there despite my anxiety i needed to be in that room yeah um and we were talking about this phrase that was used a lot of like the legibility of the body Mm. and i always come back to it of like that is what is the fear of social anxiety of like my, my body is betraying me blushing mm-hmm. is that feeling of like my body's legible right now like it's readable everyone can see my insides it's telling it's it's like outing me a bit it's telling like, on me i'm yeah. blushing and like how in like all those i don't know it was a really desirable thing for women to do um it's kind of she let her leg spread turn red said <laughs> of like yeah. men there was a desirability of like women blushing because it's like she's trying to be keep up with like society's Her norms composure uh-huh. of like she's um got pearly white skin but the mm-hmm. redness is coming through mm. that was like um I just and like fainting was such a desirable thing for women to Swoon. do. Swoon, swooning, yeah. It's like he walks in, she, oh god, she faints. She's so delicate and like lovely. And it's now insane. it's obviously, but then it's like such an embarrassing thing for your body to be like read by everyone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I always come back to it, the legibility of the body, so interesting. That's why I think as well in times like where you're feeling really anxious and out of body and you're feeling like disconnected from your body because you're so on edge and there's so much adrenaline and there's so much hyper like hyper vigilant of the room around you and you're so like sensitive to the way you're being observed or not being observed and so um like so hyper aware of how you're coming across that you feel so actually out of your body in that moment. Yeah. And I feel like taking a moment, like it's almost like wherever you are that you're not feeling too great, you just take a moment and acknowledge like, okay, I'm, I'm actually here in my body and I'm fine. Yeah. I know that's really wanky, but it's no, like, but but it's I'm so actually true. here in my body and I'm fine. You're like, not actually, there is actually not a threat. It's also like, I'm kind of look in the mirror and be like, where did you go? It's like, yeah. oh, I'm here. Yeah. Like, am I still here? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of feel your big toe. It's like, think about your big toe on your left foot. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's there. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. No, it's like, I can still feel all Sometimes, my body. Sometimes like, when me and my, bo- when me or my boyfriend are stressed, we'll say to each other, where where are you? Where did you go? <laughs> That's kind of Fleabag Hot Priest. Where did where you go? You? <laughs> oh my God, it's literally that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but it's true. It's like, where are you? Where did, you, who are you talking to? It's like, where are you? Where did yeah. you go? Like, you're you're here in front of me but your mind is elsewhere like you're being yeah. carried off somewhere let's just pull it back like just get you back i love that because that is your feet priest. like that's almost like you're kind of doing your bit to camera it's like where are you yeah and it's like, no, it's like yeah, where are you consumed in your own thoughts you're not yeah, here yeah you're, not, in the you're room. not here no it's like i'm looking at you but it's like but where did you go 
I love that. Like, it's fine. It's okay. You're still here. Where yeah, did you go? And like, most likely into a load of nonsense, into a narrative totally. that you created. Oh, if you know me. Yeah. <laughs> then you know the nonsense. The nonsense. The nonsense I can do. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, should we do see what someone else has said? Yeah, sorry, I'm just being really stiff. You? No, you're not at all. A lot of people are saying presentations at uni, which I do think that, and I don't even mm-hmm. think it's limited to uni, but presentations any time when you have to stand up at the front of the class or at the front of the meeting fucking room, mm. do a thing on Zoom to everyone, mm-hmm. us at Cambridge, whatever it may <laughs> be. I do think it's so vulnerable. And I also think that is one of the few times in life where you're really allowed to be nervous. Like you are, mm. everyone can admit that that is um, nerve wracking, scary, all of that stuff to just stand up and like say your thoughts to everyone. And I think if you need to lean into it, like everyone will acknowledge that that is scary that's not something that's like god why are you scared for that it's like no presentation is a renowned nerve-wracking thing mm-hmm. so just allow yourself don't feel any shame around that that's completely definitely normal. don't feel any shame i also feel like there's so much power in like um just like your subconscious like i feel yeah. like i made a decision when i was like 14 or 15 to be like i love presentations like i love yeah. doing a presentation and like really enjoyed it and i literally since then have loved doing presentations and never been like oh no i'm gonna have to do a presentation yeah i and do I think much the stories you a... tell yourself are oh my god the identity like i've just always told myself oh i always just love doing presentations yeah, and then like, you identify I, I love the sound of my own voice i love doing presentations i really thrive in presentations blah blah, blah. and there we go it wasn't necessarily true but it's like it's a belief it becomes yeah it just becomes a belief i love that Mm. also i think if you can channel your nervous energy you can sometimes i wouldn't suggest this at all times because it is a state of denial but in a, like an emergency sos time where it's like mm-hmm. you are about to go on stage or if you are about to walk into the party or whatever it is that's stressing you out the seminar whatever um and you feel so sickening sickeningly nervous you can sometimes trick yourself into being like i'm excited it's excited energy and like yeah. you just keep telling yourself like oh, I'm there's adrenaline but also that is a state of denial so i wouldn't recommend that for like daily basis i as well feel like in those moments when you've got a lot of stress focusing in on like something like walking into the party or you've got a presentation whatever like some sort of thing you're, you're focusing on you're probably going to convince yourself like fuck i shouldn't have worn these shoes yeah or like yeah. oh leave me alone stop talking to me i can't talk to you right now like yeah. there's always something to blame that you'll on. end up channeling your stress into yeah and it's like the real um issue the crux is i'm nervous for my presentation yeah in the afternoon but it's like but all morning i've been a cunt to everybody yeah yeah because i'm stressed out or like all morning i've been like fuck i shouldn't have done my nails like that and now they (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean it's like okay just let's just take a sec like i think it's easy to like lose sight of your your actual feelings like the actual emotions that you're feeling lose sight of like your perspective in your day and convince yourself that there's so much to worry about what if i can't get the train what if i do this what if i blah 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 blah? and it's like i think it's going to be fine yeah the main your crux is you're nervous for a thing and that's normal yeah but it's not about um your shoes or like your friend looking at you funny or like just being annoying or not driving fast enough or whatever it's not about any of that Mm -mm. and i actually think my main advice like if i actually Mm. have something to say in this episode Mm. if i do who knows but i think this might be my (laughs) craft yeah is that 
you can be scared and still go i think you should still Mm -hmm. aim to go there were so many um times where my like nerves and anxiety would stop me i would just like resign myself to yeah i'm not going i'm not going i think there is something so amazing and so brave about being terrified and still being there it's like you don't need Mm -hmm. to go and be fucking nailing it like oh my god Mm -hmm. i'm fucking queen of this place like i am Mm -hmm. leading the seminar you don't need to do that but you're still there you're still like gaining that experience like i actually missed out on so much of my education which was why i was so nervous because it meant so much to me Mm -hmm. but i missed out on a lot of it in my first year especially which Mm -hmm. is like the fundamental like rudimentary shit that i wanted to know um i missed out on so much of that because i was nervous and i just thought i can't go but actually it's like be terrified and still yeah. go like i know yeah. that's the hardest thing and it's actually not what you want to hear like it's not what you want to hear it's but... really not it, like, i would have burst into tears because the last thing i wanted to do was actually go but but i think having that confidence in yourself of like i am capable of doing that yeah and i'm I might hearing Sefi say be scared and, might... and be embarrassed and still do it and i'm thinking no i can't do it no i can't do it but you can yeah you can do it you we're not telling can. you to do something that you can't you you absolutely can do it and it's horrible and it to is walk that into thing something horrible that's going to be horrid it's like it's not going to yeah. be nice yeah until it it's is, like until look, it's over and you've done it you can do unpleasant things yeah yeah you can live through unpleasant experiences yeah you've done it time and time again and humans before you have done it time, time and, and time, time again, again for yeah. hundreds of years and mm-hmm. we will continue to do it until the planet implodes yeah we if we're, if there's anything we're good at yeah it's good at putting ourselves in shit situations yeah and just getting to the other side of them definitely and you learn from them it's not a thing like as much as it's like right i just need to get it over and done with it's like each one of these things you can't even see it because you can't see clearly at this time but each yeah. one of those you are growing and growing and growing and growing and you do these things until they don't feel scary anymore there are so many things that i was terrified to do that now are just a given the most basic parts of my personality in my daily life mm. like i just think the only way um to get over it is through it you have to do yeah. it really which is the most horrible bit but it's the only thing i actually have to say I think as well, I remember saying this ages ago, and I can't remember in what, what in regards, I was yeah. saying. <laughs> what in regards? <laughs> I can't remember with what regards. I was talking about. It. Yeah, with regards to what I was talking about at the time. Um, but I was kind of saying, I, li- I this must have been literally a hundred years ago that I had this conversation. Like, I don't remember the last time I said this on the pod. But I was saying, and I do think it's really true, that when you've got loads of like stress or anxiety or worry or you're just overthinking about a certain type of thing, you kind of play it through up until a certain point in your mind. Yeah. So you're kind of really hyping up, like say for example, it's a presentation. You're really hyping up the like, I stand up and then I walk over and I start doing it and it's like, Ugh. Yeah. but it's like, okay, but let's actually play it out. Play yeah. out that worst case scenario. Like it's almost like, you have the trailer of worst case scenario yeah, exactly. yeah. but you never press play on the actual full, full footage event. yeah the yeah. full event and it's like if you let that play out the worst case scenario which probably isn't gonna fucking happen yeah is like what you stutter and stammer and split your words up a little bit maybe someone laughs 
even I mean, like worse it's like and i start crying and it's really embarrassing and then it's like leave and then i come back and i'm still crying and i'm and i fall and, and, then, play <laughs> whatever. and then it's like and then you go and home then what? and you have your dinner yeah. and you, you think, still oh go my God, out that's for awful. a drink you phone your friend and say i did this yeah. embarrassing thing you laugh about it you feel okay it's so funny you go for your whatever you do in the evening you go watch your show yeah. and it's like, oh wait, and then it's a new day and then it's like yeah. when you let it play out it becomes it's like yeah no that's not ideal but I can live with that. Yeah, I can, I can do that. that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's like, there is something like subconscious, like there's something really deep in us. And I've been saying this a lot recently about like the idea of resilience and like the things that we set, the things that we tell ourselves that we can or cannot do. Like I can, yeah. like I'm not capable of doing that. And I think when you've got that level of like stress around something, for whatever reason, I mean, surprise, surprise, we've got this like really deep rooted belief that you're not capable of getting through a challenge. Yeah. Like you think, oh, you're going to really fuck up your presentation, for example. And you think you can't handle that. Is that what you think? You yeah. think you're the kind of person who couldn't handle like what being a bit embarrassed in front of a few people in your seminar or like, yeah. oh, you think you can't handle like being dumb at work or people's judgment it's like someone thinks something negative of you which to be honest you'll never know but it's like okay so i assume that i've embarrassed myself and all these people are pitying me and that's so bad yeah well i think i can't handle these people's pity i think you can handle handle that because you've handled to be honest you've so much worse worse (laughs) like this is light work guys like you could do this for breakfast like this is nothing this is easy you're so capable yeah okay it's the crux right there guys that's the crux i think yeah i i'm so sorry for my energy here why are you apologizing for nothing i uh, i don't know i've also been thinking Your recently that I'm i say sorry a lot i've realized no, you do you, no, you do i've been called out recently about my apologies i think i call you out on it often you do because it's you absurd do. you're not the only one yeah it's absurd. remember that time i fell over and i said sorry and there was no one <laughs> This was really embarrassing. I don't know if I ever said this on the story, but I fucking fell over so bad on in Brighton Station, like on running the Running to get the train. Literally running to get the train to meet Sefi. Yeah. To go to Gleam offices. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and I fucking fell and I hit the deck so hard. And I was I literally sprinted the whole way there and I went <gasps> and I fell in slow motion and I hit the ground and it hurt so much and my hands like smacked against the concrete and it was so that cold feeling, and like grazing I, I was like i need a wet paper palms. towel and my bag flew across the platform and, and i had to run over it. and get it oh my oh god then i had god. to run to get the train and the guy was like are you okay he said like, what what happened are and you okay like, and i was like sorry i have to get the train <laughs> and it's like god. and then i got on the train that was still like 30 seconds sat there like oh i made it embarrassing anyway that, but that, hey i lived you, know, you did and also that to think of that gleam so this Day. is our first meeting in a <laughs> in an office really and we showed up winged like got a fucking grazed hand like kind of cut herself like awful sort of thing like i had two toes down my top and do you remember we sat in joe and the juice wherever before oh, cutting out the label God. of my top so we could turn yes. it around because i just spilled fucking toothpaste all over myself it's like Aww. jesus christ these people are not cut out for this world and then i didn't like there was a really accusatory tone thrown at us when we left she goes to me did you give me back those scissors behind the bar and i was like yes oh you think i'm God, taking yeah, them to like attack yeah you think i'm stealing scissors like you think i'm walking around with the blade 
I was like, yes, I gave them back. I swear. Like, I, it was almost like I just looked you in the eye and gave them. But of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I would never. Not ideal. Anyway. But yeah, those, it was like, these people do not fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> just like two absolute And messes. that was the final nail in the gleam coffin. It was. It really was. Okay. R.I.P. Right. Um, if you don't hear from us. Assume, assume the worst. Assume the worst. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.